Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Bostecue. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello there, welcome. Thanks for listening to Hoovering. This is a lush episode, if I don't say so myself. I'm having a seriously massive vegan brunch knocked up for me by the totally excellent comedian Jen Brister. Before we crack on, I wanted to check that you know how grateful I am to you if you're someone who helps me out, either by telling other people about the podcast, if you're into it, that is, um, or if you're someone who helps me out over at patreon.co.uk forward slash the hoovering pod a car just honked outside and i think it was celebrating how great my patreon page is um if you're someone who goes on there and swaps um their hard-earned money uh for rewards like discount live shows or extra content and other exciting stuff coming soon i'm revising it. i'm going to add some great stuff if you are one of those people thank you thank you if you're maybe up for becoming someone who does any of those things sharing the good news about a hoovering podcast existing or swapping money for prizes i would be very happy uh, patreon is the one place where i can give proper thanks with really cool like recipes from guests and early access to things and exclusive stuff uh, so get on over there please anyway blah 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 uh, the only other thing is i want to give you a heads up because i've added a few live shows have been announced so i want to make sure that you know everything we've got going on because i would love to see you at one of those if you're a listener um we were in newcastle as part of the maps festival last weekend and it was off the charts fun it was so fun that'll be out as a podcast episode soon so come and see us please if you are in london we're at the vaults festival third of march glasgow we're at the international comedy festival there 30th of march we're at the mccuntleth festival 
festival uh, on the 4th of May in Wales, beautiful Wales. That one's just been announced on a tiny room. It's going to fill up quick. Please come and see us at MacFest, as it's colloquially known. Also just announced, Kiri pritchard McLean is one of my first of three brilliant guests who'll be joining me at Mac. And we're at the Wells Comedy Festival on the 26th of May. Again, small, beautiful, lovely festival. Um, I'm going to be starting to announce the guests for that in the next week, maybe two. Um, there's going to be some whoppers. I would love to see you at any of those. The, the easiest thing is either to go to the Acast page where this podcast is hosted and go to this episode. There'll be links to all my live shows there. Or just go to my website, jessicafosterq.com. I list all the hoovering live shows there and all my stand-up shows if you wanted to come and see me perhaps do a preview of my show hench it's a new show it's obviously not ready yet that's why they're previews anyway i'd love to see you there so let's get into the podcast finally admin over we are at jen's brilliant house eating jen's brilliant food in brilliant brighton are you somebody gets offended if i put salt on before i've even tasted it no i might do that drives chloe mad um i really offended dana alexander doing that <laughs> Um, I, 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 I do get offended by that, and I always think, well, chill out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's things to get upset about. Me, the way I, the way I consume food, shouldn't be one of them. No. I'll bang. Oh, Just like yes. you so much. I don't. I think I can live without it. Me too. I so I stayed over at my friend's house last night, and bless her, she's not a coffee drinker. Oh, I don't. But understand she has that. some in, and she only ever has real swanky coffee in. But she had this like really sweet. Literally one mug cafetiere, um, but she and she, she had that one. The tiniest amount of coffee left in a little bag. <gasps> I've had to drink her out of coffee before I even left. This oh. is really nice coffee. What's this? Listen, I'm going to tell you something, and it's a secret. But get your coffee, yeah, from Liz. <gasps> right, let me show you the packet. Is I'm, it <laughs> I'm absolutely evangelical about it? Right. Yeah. Look at this, right? Yeah. Look how big this packet is. <gasps> Belleron gold, whatever it is. Belleron gold. 500 grams. Arabica. £1.64. Shit, that is really tasty. Uh, this is so not, good to know for a budget. You are not going to get better coffee. All this, oh, whatever it is, Whitard, Taylor, crap. Oh, it's breakfast coffee. You drink it, it's like, this tastes like shite. What? And it's three quid for half that. And this is like... You know, it's not even two quid for that. Come that on. is amazing. But I am nervous about the origins in terms of ethics. I can ask that because we're in Brighton. Oh, fuck. I hadn't even thought of that. I just thought about how much money it's saving. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, it's a fucking privileged thing to even care about. But, um, yeah, you... that is... I bet oh, my God. That's children with no eyes of <laughs> coffee beans, haven't they? Oh, wow. God, that scrambled tofu tastes like nothing I've ever eaten. That is so weird. To tell you what, I think I really like it. D- really? I think it tastes... I swear to God, it tastes like... It tastes like the texture of really well-made scrambled eggs, but then it just doesn't taste... It just Anything tastes like Marmite. Yeah. And I love Marmite. But if you hate Marmite, that is rank. But I love Marmite. I mean, that's weird, isn't it? I it's tell you so what, weird. Do you know what the, the ingredients were? Two mm. tablespoons of yeast extract. I mean, in my breath, I thought, wow. that doesn't sound right. I'll do two. I did one and a half teaspoons. <laughs> just needed one. One teaspoon, there was just like a hint of it. And you're like, what's that slightly savoury thing happening yeah. in the background? And now it's like, why is this mouthful of Marmite? <laughs> <laughs> but the, te- the texture is perfect. Mm. It's silken tofu, not firm. It's perfect. It's great. I've been using firm tofu. Don't. 
I'm going to stop. Jen, you've taught me well. Oh, that's fine. We're right, I'm going to try some green pepper sauce Tabasco. That's great on fish. Again, oh, not, good if you're a, not good if you're a vegan. I eat fish sometimes. Hmm. I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm the vegan that eats eggs and fish sometimes that vegans hate, Jen. Oh, God. I think you're doing wonderfully. Oh, my God, I like that. You're a flexor vegan, aren't you? That's fine. I haven't heard that name for it. I'm, I'm vegan-ish or um, an ethical carnivore. <laughs> you're doing better than I am. I'm not sure about these vegan sausages. <laughs> I mean, what's going on? It's like, that is, that's not eating moist wood chippings. <laughs> I mean, on the packet, they really sell it to you. A hint of garlic and peppery aftertaste. And then you eat it you're like, oh, mate, you've just moistened some wood chippings and stuffed them in some weird-looking sack. But anyway... <laughs> Right, I'm having to try it. The plus side is I feel better. Do you know what? As When I eat mm. um, vegetarian or a vegan breakfast, mm. which I do all, always now, mm. I don't need a vegan sausage. No. Get rid of it. Yeah. I don't um, need it. I don't want vegan bacon and I don't want vegan sausage. Give me some wilted spinach. Mm-hmm. Give me um, a hash brown. Give me uh, or some weird potato cake. I don't yeah. want... I just don't want a vegan sausage. Don't want the fake, the fake uh, replacement no. meat things. I agree a lot of the time. Um, by the way, this scrambled marmite goes really nicely with the roasted tomatoes. Oh my god! I just if I didn't know, it's it's actually mm. I feel better about delivering this to you now. I like all these things because I I I think I've just got used to as well having. Sausage. I think if you if you still allow yourself the joy of a real sausage from time to time. I can't remember the last time that happened to me. Oh, actually, Christmas Day. I don't know. I genuinely don't. It's trickier to go back. I don't eat sausages really anyway. No. If I was having a normal breakfast, I would go, no sausage things. I don't know why, I just don't. I look at it and I think, I don't know what's in that. I don't want to eat that. But it's scary. Mm. And I say that as a half Spaniard. (laughs) Who should just be constantly chowing down on pork-based items. All the time, mm. spiced pork-based items Fjord, from heaven. Fjord. Simon Rimmer-based. Simon Rimmer was like the reason he could never go vegetarian is treat though, and just all the spiced pork mm. from Spain and Portugal and thereabouts. I used to think that, but I think as I've got older, I've sort of gone off it. And I don't know why, but certainly in my twenties and thirties, I would have like just consumed an entire chorizo on my yeah. own and not thought about it oh, but me now too. I'm just like no thanks really yeah oh god maybe I fantasise about it because it's something I'm not doing anymore but I would like one day to de- I'm definitely eating chorizo again um, I love by the way I like stuff. this smoky one this smoky tabasco one. Ch- yeah no how do you say that chipotle I think chipotle I think I've just spat all over your table that's okay. um, stop flirting Jess <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, was my favourite for so long that I forgot what all the other ones taste like and now I'm really excited to be trying all the other ones again but that's the chipotle one is like smoky and what I love about it is almost the smell more than the taste because it hits you you get like a double effect and it kind of goes probably out of the three in some ways I think it goes best with this breakfast yes yes but um, I still put it's not quite spicy enough for me so I would always have the Haberno one or the um, the original and not necessarily, sometimes I'll put Tabasco on stuff and it's like, oh God, I'll tell you your other stuff, that bloody sriracha, caracha, whatever mm, that is. That's nice, with the green lid, a little green lid. What's the matter with me? I can't eat anything without putting that on it. I know, and then I, that's all it tastes of. I passed it. And it's so garlicky. And I was just like, what am I doing? And also, if you looked at the back, 
It's like 78,000 e-numbers. <laughs> no but wonder it's everybody's favourite. I was like... <laughs> eating it going well you know it's not as bad as eating ketchup and Claire was like are you insane look at the ingredients it's 40% sugar I haven't even looked at the ingredients it's like sugar and E numbers and absolutely nothing of any nutritional value and I was like oh that's why I like it yeah (laughs) I haven't tried the habanero one so I'm going to go in well the green pepper one I like about it is it says milder but then there's something about the greenness of it that feels a bit scary and I feel like the initial hit you get off it is a bit like <gasps> and then it's gone mm. like the poppers of Tabasco the green I love one. this one they won't keep sending me free Tabasco will they if I call if I liken their product to poppers right I'm having some habanero on my um, scrambled marmite well if it does the same it has the same effect as poppers and it just loosens you up down below oh god what well, gives I always have you ever taken poppers I would get like yeah. an extraordinary I what headache was, I didn't know what I was gone. doing yeah. I took it my tw- we'd go clubbing and then someone would go do you want some poppers and I'd be like yeah because I'm ex- <laughs> expected to have anal sex later <laughs> in that evening so sounds like a great idea <laughs> and also poppers are great if you're taking an amphetamine and it would just mm. bring you up but if you're not oh, taking my. anything it's just, it's just having a pop you're like oh, I feel Ooh, quite nauseous thanks. god you are so classy compared to me I took it oh god I'm so sorry to my mother-in-law who listens to this and my mum okay don't don't reveal I'm not going to reveal any names but I took it in a field as a teenager just trapped in a field overnight the night ended in me crying and walking along a country lane having finally found a phone box and scraped together enough coppers to ring my mum and beg her to come and save me Oh, it was the most stupidest night of my life. I Where, can't believe you worse things didn't happen. I had a very, I had a, a naughty friend called Lisa. Let's oh, leave it Lisa, at that. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Always. I, I had, I was quite naughty, I think, compared to people with sheltered lives. I had quite a loose reign. But I, I learnt from my mistakes. Nothing horrific ever happened. I never got pregnant or an STI or murdered. Right. Thank God. Thank God for all of those. But mainly the last one. <laughs> um, but then... But then that night, yeah, basically these older boys all had poppers. And it, you'd sniff it and then it, I'd just get this very warm, spinning, painful headache. Mm. And then it's gone. And I was like, what the fuck's the point of that? I don't know. When I was in my 20s or in my late teens, 20s, I used to go to heaven on a Wednesday night. And it was called Fruit something. Fruit, not Fruit Loops. I can't remember anyway. <laughs> and it was like a quid to get in if you're a student. Nice. And it was all drag queens. No women there. Mm. just mainly men and a lot of men that hated women because there was a lot of people going I remember I got I was walking up some stairs and this huge absolutely incredibly beautiful drag queen was coming down she just looked amazing yeah and uh, um, I got trapped and I was just some sort of sweaty fat lesbian (laughs) with matted hair in in trousers with an elastic waist not looking my best (laughs) I hadn't started plucking my eyebrows at that stage I had a unibrow and it just looked at me with a look of like what is it and then just just sort of started sniffing the air around me went no what is that Mm, I can smell fish and my way and then I was like and I just thought fuck fuck I know I wasn't even out of the closet I was like I am not a lesbian (laughs) (laughs) well babe delicious that was my first introduction to the fact that it was like if gay gay men and gay women aren't always necessarily on the same team not at all no so has that improved this got nothing to do with these oh things. i don't I know. know i don't know yeah, i don't it's I a don't. big question to ask one person isn't it <laughs> i 
think you'd have to ask the young the youngsters, wouldn't you? Right, yeah. You'd have to ask the young lesers what 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 the deal is. I imagine it has. <laughs> You'd like to hope, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Mm. I think a lot of the old boys are still like, no thanks. What, I mean, because they're like, what would I do with you? What's the point of you? You know? Oh God. I mean, there's nothing here here, here for me. What what are you offering me? Oh. Friendship, company, great conversation, laughs. Scrambled tofu with marmite. What else do you want? I'm loving the scrambled marmite. Yeah, salty tofu. Come on. I'm having a little break while my I've I've put so many different types of Tabasco in my mouth that um, oh, I'm really it's not like sure buzzing. About You're not into it, but I'm bad. I'm, I'm literally livid with it. What's the best and the worst thing you've eaten in the last roughly week? <laughs> Flipping egg. <laughs> Tools down. What's the best? Okay, so the best thing I've eaten. I was in a Broadway market, so Ooh. Chloe and I took the kids and we stayed with some friends in who lived just sort of near London Fields. Right, nice. And on Sunday we we had a very stressful walk through Broadway market <laughs> with the children. It's too busy, isn't it? Scooters. And it wasn't, the market wasn't even open and I was stressed out of my box. Oh, but as we were walking down, there was a fishmonger's open and they had uh, a table out with oysters. Mm. And I said, oh, I've got to have some of those. So I said to the bloke, I said, oh, um, can I have a couple of, you know, rock oysters? He said, look, we've run out of the sort of regular ones. We've only got these posh French ones. And I wish I could remember what they were. One of them, I kept the shell. Oh, wow. It's here. It's got a G on it. All of them have got this G on the back of it. Oh, wow. Um, I can't remember... Um, the name of the oyster so that's not helpful but I had two types he goes there's one that's firm and plump and creamy and one that's small and sweet and I said I'll have one of each and oh and there were 250 each so that's a fiver for two oysters what was happening that is a lot of wedge a lot of ultimately something I don't mind paying for no I don't and I have to say you're never going to be like I'm having them every day oh no well that's what I said to Chloe I was like I've got to have it and Chloe understands my uh, needs (laughs) and so even she didn't go what are you talking about five of the two oysters she went go help yourself yeah so they were both Exactly how he described them. Because mm. often people say what they are, and then you t- try it, and you're yeah, like, just taste no, like, yeah. tastes like flipping salty something. Um, but these were exactly the the creaminess of one of them. I was like, oh my god, it just was delightful. Mm. A bit like those ones we had when we were in Edinburgh. Yeah, they were. They were really creamy. That, that, I would never forget that night because of what we did to our friend by accident. Oh yeah, poor Stubbs. <laughs> we poor took Rachel Stubbings to try oysters for the first time. And it was like Jen, it was us two, Stubbs and Rosie Jones, and us three, and oh. Ro- including Rosie, are big oyster fans. And um, and Stubbs had an amazing time, but, but we were having two nicer times, so we got a second tray of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't realise you laughed off that. If you've never tried something that's that hyper, whatever, lots of people are allergic to it, you have to lots microdose. Of people, yeah, you're not allowed, you, you have, have to just have one, really. Yeah, but I did a lot of thinking in them as well. Yeah, shit, she was up all night. Oh, all she's night. And the up. next day she looked like a little grey child's corpse. But the next day she looked fine. Yeah. She didn't actually. She still looked she quite still frail. Like shit, did she still looked like shit, didn't she? Very frail. Oh, um, yeah, th- I, th- that's the thing with oysters because I'd, I'd done, I did the same thing with an, an ex of mine and I, I made her have uh, a dozen oysters with me. I think she only, I like literally did that because I knew she'd have two and I had ten. <laughs> it gets it. And the same thing, like, it didn't take long. She was throwing up oh, all night. Shit. Yeah, I felt terrible, oh, but God. I did get to eat ten oysters. <laughs> <laughs> 
brings around in that story uh, yin and yang so um, that's the best thing you've had this week thing. that sounds incredible that's, creamy oyster do you know oyster. what I thought of you oh, I thought oh Jess would fucking love this oh word I want a creamy oyster and the, the, the little one so this one with the G on the yeah, back which the was French one yeah they're both French oysters okay um uh, and the little one was uh, a little bit smaller but actually not that much smaller and 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 really sweet like the after you're like bloody hell but not like sort of you know sugary sweet but had a real sweetness to it I was like oh my god stick your dick in that that was absolutely (laughs) one of the best things I've ever had and and it really perked me up really oysters always like they go up I'm up they literally there's something so um, they're supposed to be an aphrodisiac but just like chocolate chilli and oysters which are the only things I know about that it feels like there's even a fucking modicum of science behind. But I think that it does have enzymes that release serotonin or whatever. Well, I do with me. Yeah. I mean, I literally... My um, <laughs> ideal night out is to go for dinner yeah. to a seafood restaurant, or a restaurant, it doesn't have mm. to be, but a restaurant that has good fish on the menu, yeah. and start with a dozen oysters and a really not a very small cold crisp dry glass of white mm. wine not fizz people are like fizzy it's with like, much, no, no 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 fizz detracts from the oyster and then just down those and then move on to another lo- load of like should we do it in Edinburgh again this year oh we are definitely start. doing it I We're, think it, I, I, I thought that was agreed yeah, yeah. okay good What's so, the worst thing you've had to eat in the last week or so? Oh, in the last week or so? Um, probably some disgusting sandwich I picked up on, um, you know, on the on way back from a gig. Um, what's your f- least favourite place to get a sandwich from? I don't get sandwiches. Okay. I never, ever get sandwiches. Because I spent so many years buying sandwiches, because mm. that was all there was for mm. a long time. It's actually quite recent that people are doing all... You could get salads, but there were always those disgusting iceberg-layered yeah. prawns with mm. rosemary sauce and some flipping orange cheese on top. You're like, what's going on, mate? It always had pasta in as well that just tasted of chemicals, like soggy oh, pasta. That, that sort of soggy, swirly pasta. Listen, yeah. anyway, so I always would have... But now, I would rather not eat than have a sandwich. Really? I'll go with that. The I, first half of that sentence is words I've never said. <laughs> one of the main reasons I can't ever be a real vegan because there aren't if there's not an option I'm not going to not have no, anything but I, I say that Jess because that's, that's not never the case yeah I mean I, I think I can say I'd oh, rather not the only time that is true is if you're absolutely starving driving back from a gig because you haven't had any dinner it's like 11 o'clock 12 yeah. o'clock at night you think right I'll stop at the service station and then you know if I'm absolutely famished I will go, right, what, it's the worst case scenario here and I'll get whatever it is. Yeah. But on the whole, if I'm, I'd rather just wait and hope that I'll get something somewhere else yeah. on the way to wherever I'm going. But normally I'll have, I like to have like, um, I like Asian food, so I'd have like mm. noodles or something. Mm. If I can get a noodle soup on, and have that on the way to a game. Even just like a poured from a kettle into a... I will do that. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. Um, in a flask I keep, you've got this amazing pop up um, Jen's got a um, phone charger and plug port that pops up out the middle of her um, kitchen diner table it's great isn't it it's one of the coolest things I've ever seen um, but it reminds me of the sort of flask that you could pop a noodle soup in and take that out on the road yeah how do you drink from a flask while driving 
Oh, um, well, not noodle soup, I can't. Oh. Oh, do you, can, do you? I've never tried, but it's the sort of thing I would try. I don't know how the noodles would get out of that little tiny gap. You'd end up burnt chinned, where noodles would flop down and, oh, and, no. and, and landed burning upon your chin. And then you just have like these little pink welts, and people would be like, like oh, noodle yeah. soup in the car. Oh, she's been shaving you. Oh, yeah. Her but beard. you wouldn't shave. I mean, <laughs> what kind of facial hair do you have that, it's like, that it would... <laughs> Craig David. Just be a long Craig yeah, David. Yeah, Craig David. But sort yeah. of at different are you, angles. Are you shaving Craig David beard? No, uh, I got burnt with a noodle from the <laughs> yeah. past in the car. I would have thought that would be obvious. It's quite wide. It was udon. Mmm! <laughs> great idea. I tell you what, udon's you probably a bit easier to handle on. Yeah, but that with. would never get through. No, no you need such a that. wide flask. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did try, um, and this is a really dumb thing. Oh, I've left the gas on you, absolute numpty. Those Can last two baked beans are going to be oh. having a terrible time. Oh dear. Uh oh. Get my. <laughs> Uh, I was in a traffic jam. It was one of those really long. I mean, I locked down, so I thought, oh, I'll, I'll get the flask out and I'll just pour myself a little. And it was coffee. Yeah. And I have a little sit here, might as well have a coffee. It felt quite civilised. And then the traffic started to move. Oh, shit. And then I had this coffee thing, and then that was really tricky having to, like, you know, uh, navigate uh, gears with a coffee, plus the flask in between my legs, plus doing the clutch. It didn't end well. I did end up with coffee all over my legs. Oh shit, burning hot. Yeah, burning oh, hot. Oh Jan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but I'm sorry. Have you not done that? Spill oh, yeah. coffee on you in the car. Um, come on. It's that we've all done that. We've all spilled coffee on ourselves in the car, and we've all pissed ourselves in the car. Those are the two yeah. things we've all. Done. Do you know what? And we've all taken a dump there. in the car. Come on. <laughs> we've all really? done that. <laughs> myself in the car yet but I know it's going to happen at some point I tell you why because get a tenor lady stick it underneath oh that's probably a good idea a tenor lady I, get a I lady. got and given you a shiwi for for some travelling years ago so I Never put that in the car wee. and like with an empty bottle it's How quite fun to use I, so I did a Trans-Siberian years ago and the friend I went with's mum almost as a joke gave a shiwi she's like you don't know what the toilets will be like on there you might not want to sit on them whatever okay. what you do and I was like that's logical but then we never we never use them and by the, right near the end of the trip shit faced one night we were like we better give it a go and I was laughing so much that the wee was coming out in an arc because like, <laughs> like, out of this sort of like little plastic Bob end basically that I laughed so much I pissed all over I mucked the toilet an already clean <laughs> toilet I pissed all over it and I can fully understand why penis havers do that um, but anyway I put that in the car I'm not it's clean obviously from those years ago and someone gave me one that's got like a shiwi top but inside is a bag that when liquid hits whatever special crystals are in the bag yeah. it crystallises it so it, it becomes solid liquid and it becomes like a solid and then you just bin it um, that's amazing I know and I, but amazing. I was driving a lot more then I now get trains whenever I can just because I, I like being able to do other things but um, oh I don't have the stamina I used to have for driving I was I had incredible stamina before the kids were born but now it's, it's gone it's so tiring isn't it yeah anyway the few times it. I've been in traffic jams long enough and desperate enough for a piss to use those things the wee won't come. Even if I've got a whole coat over me, it won't come. Really? Yeah. Bladder shyness in the car. So eventually, I think I'm. it's far more likely that I'm going to wet myself 
choose to just let, wet myself than ever be able to piss into a receptacle in a car. I've seen a woman just get out of the car and take a piss. Good for her. So what she did was she got out, she opened the door, she t- she'd obviously clocked me, and she just said, I didn't know what she was doing, she, she said, I'm, you know, like, basically yeah. she was telling me she was going for a piss, but I don't think I, I completely got what she was doing. And I was like, yeah, whatever you want, but I didn't know what she was talking about. So she went, gave me the thumbs up, pulled the door open, went for a piss. No one could see her because it was just yeah, me. Yeah. I guess the car behind might have, but yeah. probably not because she was squatted right down in front yeah, of my yeah. car. Took a piss, gave me the thumbs up, got back in the car. But ultimately, and I was like, no one's actually going to see your undercarriage doing that if you can't see anything. Well, it's just, but they're so weird, isn't it? That it's and also blokes were get, everyone yeah. was getting, you know, everyone was getting out and taking a piss, and she obviously was desperate. And I was like, I don't care, do I it, do it, do it. Um, I feel food wise, like we have to talk about your Spanishness. Yeah, I've got a Spanish mum. What did that mean in terms of eating when you were a kid? And then, oh, my God. Did you tell me once that she's a bit of a feeder? She's a massive feeder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with huge love. I mean, my mum is of a... Of course. That's what feeding... Um, feeders. Uh, yeah. She is a brilliant cook. Yeah. She's fantastic. And when I was growing up, uh, I was aware that we were eating different stuff. Oh, right, right. Because right, I'd right. go around to, to your mates. Yeah, because as you get older, you go around to your mate's house, don't you? And yeah. they're having Finder's Crispy Pancakes and you're having <laughs> Galician Squid Stew. <laughs> Something's not right here. And um, <laughs> Something's perfectly right. Yeah. Um, so we were eating stuff like octopus and squid and a lot of fish and, and um, you know, my mum was quite adventurous with making food. My mum always does this thing where she goes through phases of whatever she'll make. And she'll just make that for a while and then she'll get right. bored and then she'll make something else. Oh, I understand. And we used to have that. like. Because um, she always get hold of everything she needed. Well. Or wanted. I think when we were children, I, I wasn't aware of this, but I think my mum did have to go to a Spanish shop in central London ah. to get a lot of the stuff, which I didn't know. I just used to know that every now and again my dad would drive us all up or he would go, my mum would give him a list and he would be in London and he would pick it up. So, and then there was a, at Christmas we Mm. would go to this, um, we'd have a day out in December. So we'd go into, I think it was West London somewhere and there was a huge, I don't know if it still exists, a huge Spanish grocery delicatessen had everything all the Spanish cheeses manchegos and all the chorizos mm. and jamón serranos and all of that sort of stuff and then they'd have the turon and all the what's turon turon is, um, is, is is a sort of a traditional I, I, I think it's um, a Christmas uh, uh, sweet I right. think maybe they eat it all year round I don't know but um, you can definitely buy it all year round but I think we only used to have it at Christmas maybe that's why I've decided it's Christmas and it's almonds <laughs> and nougat Ooh. and uh, and then it's covered in a sort of uh, rice paper oh wow which is a bit weird uh, so you, you get it, so in each turon you get it sort of two sort of slabs of this stuff and when we were children it was like the most delicious thing you could ever eat and then you get you get one that is ground almonds and it's really fat finely ground and it's sort of made into a kind of like a it's like cement mm. and then you chop it up and it crumbles and it's so so sweet sounds it's a bit like, like a baklava yeah it's like a Spanish. paste mm. yeah it's kind of a bit like baklava and just in terms of hard nuts with like real sweet gooey. well in that one there's no hard nuts so it's ah. just that so that that one i didn't like when i was a kid it was too sweet and then what and marzipan-y? I think that, there was no you could get a marzipan one 
Then they do do a lot of stuff with marzipan, mm. but I hated marzipan as I'm a kid. I'm into it now. No, I'm not actually. Who am I kidding? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I want to know whether you think ever that anything you've eaten has genuinely affected, I mean, I think for better, but maybe for worse, an actual medical condition. In a sense, and have you ever been advised by a GP or a doctor or a medic in, as part of your treatment for an ailment to change what you eat or to eat a certain thing or to not eat a certain thing? Yeah, when I used to get really bad eczema on my face... Mm. So I used to look, I mean, like my eyelids would split and I had it all, I had it all, I I had such terrible eczema around my eyes. Was this when you were a kid? Uh, uh, Well, uh, yes, I used to get it when I was a kid, but it actually got worse in my twenties and uh, my late twenties, it was really bad. And I think looking back, it's probably anxiety, Mm. but, um, (laughs) <laughs> but I remember I had, I had it okay so I remember I had eczema on my eyes as a child and my mum took me to the doctor and I didn't just have it on my eyes I had it everywhere I had it on my wrists I had it on my fingers and it used to be really bad it used to split on my fingers yeah, like I call it now oh right it was like that so it's there, all, all over here but I, 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 I so yeah so it'd go right across my knuckles yeah. and then all in between here oh, um, and so I was always doing that with my hands oh. and making it worse and then um, so my mum got this hydrocortisone cream which has got steroids in it yeah. and and the doctor said you know put that where the, the um, eczema is and so my mum put it on my eyelids <laughs> oh no <laughs> which is now oh no you must put it on your face no. at all okay so if you cream. don't know anything about steroid cream what it does is it thins your skin okay so my mum your eyelids the, the skin in your eyelids is already very thin <laughs> oh yes, it's awful so 
So she put it sort of above here, sort of like just below my eyebrows and then onto my eyelids. But what actually happened, because this this kind of thinned so much, the skin just sort of flopped over (laughs) my eyelids. So I woke up one morning, well, not one morning, the morning after. (gasps) My poor mum, she was so devastated. And I opened my eyes and I still couldn't see. (laughs) (laughs) The tops of my... I literally just folded over my eyes and I couldn't open my eyes and so I remember saying they were just puffing trying to heal basically just desperately trying to count they were just I don't know what my eyes were doing my eyes were like what's going on and my mum she was almost in tears she was so upset that she'd done it but like to be fair she did it yeah because she she didn't know and the doctor hadn't said pussies everywhere except her face yeah so uh yeah that was uh, that but then i um went to and i am not a massive alternative medicine person but when it got really bad and i'd been to the doctor and they literally went steroid cream and i was like i cannot put steroid cream on my face yeah and i looked and i, I, I looked terrible i well, felt so terrible not, i thought now they think you're not many use steroid cream ever for a patch of more than four weeks like it, yeah because it's, you become it, it, it stops working your skin. it thins your skin and it stops especially working especially for kids as well whose skin is all thinner and then you're scratching yeah. it so the, the, the doctor just went well there's nothing we can do really it will, it will go or, you know it will go or it won't go sort yeah. of thing and I was like well that's really unhelpful and uh, I don't know if you've ever had uh, eczema around your eyes but it any kind of like it makes your eyes water but when your eyes water um, that really stings. Yeah. So and my eyes were constantly sore, and also I looked. I look. I mean, I looked like I had wrinkles. And I said mm. to my mum, "Am I?" I asked my dad. I don't ask my dad anything. I said, "Dad, did you think this means I'm going to have permanent wrinkles?" And he went, "I don't know, love, probably." Which is not what you want to hear <laughs> when you're like eighteen or nineteen. <laughs> Yeah, and you're like that's certainly going to help with the root anxiety at the cause of the yeah already feeling very <laughs> anxious about the way I look oh, and about shit. how ugly I am and now you're telling me I'm not oh, only that but if I recover yeah. I'm going to have permanent wrinkles you bastard oh, oh, oh. I don't know love probably oh thanks dad it really made me feel a lot better so I went and did my mum went right she took me to this Chinese herbal guy in Kingston and I was like really not wanting to go and he made and he said right yeah um, he did all these tests and he said right no you, you've got a lot of heat in your body and I was like rolling my eyes going oh, here we go and he said no chilli no caffeine no alcohol and my mum was like she doesn't drink and I was like <coughs> yeah right okay so um, so no chilli no caffeine no alcohol and, uh, I love those things. Uh, well, caffeine, I was like, this is devastating. Mm. Uh, chili also, because I like, mm. you know, and also oh, no citrus fruit. So no, no orange, no uh, orange juice or any sort of citrus fruits at all. Fine. I was like, I can handle that. And then he made, uh, he put into about several different bags, this tea. Now he called it tea. I want to be clear. It is not a tea. Yeah. It's too disgusting. Have you, have you had it? No, but I know I have a... So one of my oldest friends from from nursery, her mum had eczema of everywhere, all over her face, everything. District nurse, constantly having to use her hands, oh, really God. hands-on job. Um, and, you know, and doctor after doctor after doctor. And also doing nothing. And I, all I know is that it was eventually some Chinese herb, herbal drinks that oh, it got it in check. I mean, like, literally... It, 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 you you got you get given I can't remember how long I did it for it wasn't even for that long I think it was like 10 days mm. and, it, and, and and at the time um, 
it was like 40 quid and I just said to my mum this is four, it was a lot of money mm. and I said to my mum it's her money my mum was a yeah. cleaner I was like you can't give me 40 quid mum it's too much she was like no no we're going to try it so you get it and they put it in like these de- separate bags and then each day you boil a bag of this stuff and he said put honey put loads of honey in it right. and, get, and I said okay fine anyway we cooked this stuff up and it, honestly I think it smelled like evil whatever evil is that is what I was smelling and pure evil it, I, I've never the smell of Donald Trump oh jeez it was like the essence of Trump that's essence what I was the essence Trump. of Trump is what I, no amount of honey was going to make that go um, and then you cook it for however long it the place stinks my brothers were coming in the room going oh what does it smell it smells disgusting uh, and then eventually it boils down you you uh, sieve it out you sieve out all the roots and stuff and you drink it and honestly you, I was gagging drinking it oh, but God. probably by day five or day six all my eczema had gone all gone all gone oh, God, so, do you think I need to fork out for this I, 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 I'm evangelical about it now and really? every time I get about I just I don't even bother going to the doctor I go straight to straight there and there's it all, one in Lewisham I and it go. always uh, for me it yeah. works I don't know well, what it the did fuck for it my, is it did for it did for my friend's mum Marion as well well <laughs> Marion and I can both vouch yeah. for it say scrum diddly umptious hello and then you can be in my podcast scrum diddly umptious I think I'm nailing this. You're absolutely knocking it out. Can I just say, you sometimes ask people what they would like to see the end of in terms of food. Can we just get rid of kettle crisps? Okay. What happened to normal crisps? Oh, I see. You're talking about the the kettle crisp revolution taking things too far. It's a little bit of a takeover, a bit of an empirical... All right, so now you like a kettle crisp? Yeah, I don't mind a kettle crisp. Okay, but... Do you know what? I don't fancy a kettle crisp today. Could I not have a kettle crisp? No, sorry. Everything is kettle crisps. I don't want to eat something that just tastes like it's saturated in... I want to have the original crisp that we all grew up on, that we agree on is a superior crisp. And I do not want any more... Kettle crisps can go fuck themselves. I don't like them. I don't want them. I don't want to see them anymore on my shelves. I don't want to have to buy six packets of Lucas crisps. salty and vinegary ones. No, they can... One of the really no. salty and vinegar. I like salt and vinegar. Give me the original. I don't want what, it. Walkers? Yes! Come Very on! thin. I don't care. I love it. <laughs> do you know what? I, people... You know when you go what's abroad? It's, uh, I don't... What's it can do, can do one? I don't care about what's it's. Oh, I want... Can no, I just... I'm going to fall out in a minute. Thank you, sir. I've got a packet of what's <laughs> I don't really want what's it. I'm really full of amazing food. You can have a pack of what's it for the train. I won't miss them. (laughs) Monster much? (laughs) Yeah, I like monster. Only the pickled onion, though. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, I'll take that on board. (laughs) Should we start a hashtag? Hashtag no kettle crisps. Hashtag fuck kettle chip. Kettle crisps. What's the kettle bit even mean? I don't fucking know. They're not, are they cooked in a, a kettle? kettle? I don't think a kettle's been involved in the making of any crisps. Do you have to kettle the potatoes into a corner to make them into those crisps? <laughs> like a zealous police person. Um, have you ever had a particularly emotional reaction to something you've eaten? Oh my God. It can be any emotion. Uh, what, well, angry eating don't... kettle crisps? Um, <laughs> angry. Oh, these again. Um, <laughs> I, there's certain 
things I get annoyed with where, um, that become fads. Like yeah. people go, you must have blah, blah, blah. And then I'm immediately like, I don't eat that. That sounds fucking annoying. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I know Jade, I, I listened to Jade's uh, podcast with you, uh, Hoovering, and she was getting the ache about sourdough. And I was it's like, so I hear funny. you. What the so fuck is funny. going on with sourdough? I've never even thought about it, but it is a bit, it's oh, a kettle chip of bread. It's the shittest thing to toast. It's a kettle crisp of bread. I don't want sourdough. There's holes what, in it. There's often, fu- it's the most expensive bread. Giant holes in it. You make a sandwich air. in it. It's dry. Yeah. Oh, chewy on the old teeth. The poor, your poor old gnashes. And also now everyone's into kale. Kale. Oh, I tell you I don't what, mind. I'm base, I like it. pervert for it, roasted. Yeah, that's the only way I like it, roasted. Mm-hmm. But everyone's like, steam it, um, grill it, fry it. It's just like, I'd rather have spinach, I'd rather have cabbage. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little bit of chat in defence of kale. It oh. grows very easily in the UK. So even if you're getting your veg from, because you're on a fucking, you know, royal type budget, and you're getting your veg from like Lidl or Aldi or Farm Foods or whatever, it will most likely be, have only come a few miles um, well then put the fucking price so down f- oh it is it's in those places it's like 40p for a bag oh it, it's is it yeah 50p in um, 50 40p in uh, in Catford Audi is it yeah oh, there's a lot of big stalks in there but it's so full of stuff that's good stalks. for you I don't think you even have to I, I don't mind the roasted <laughs> if you roast it for 7 minutes exactly covered in any oil and some salt it's fucking large and if you can't bear the taste of it but just want the goodness of it it freezes really well so just stick it straight in the freezer as soon as you bought it and then one handful of it in any smoothie and you won't taste it and you'll still if you have frozen banana and frozen kale you don't need any ice and then you've got all the goodness of the kale without ever having had to taste it. Okay. Your smoothie or taste or whatever else. You've converted me. To be honest, we always have kale because Chloe loves it. <laughs> she is like, if you go out, make sure you buy some kale. I'm like, fuck kale. <laughs> but I've, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm a very pragmatic woman. I, I'm converted. I'll, I'm 100% behind kale now. Um, I'll try and get my, I'll wind my neck in and try and get my head around it. <laughs> I can't believe if I had a conversation with myself 10 years ago you'd be like you'll be standing up for kale on your own podcast <laughs> you fucking prick <laughs> what have I become five second rule yeah or no <laughs> two minute rule I don't care good ever done good ever done a um, a travel that um was particularly memorable because of something you ate or because of the food generally? Yeah. Um, India. Ooh. Um, Ooh, wow. We were on a train uh, going from Calcutta to Darjeeling and um, uh, I was really young. I didn't really... I was so overwhelmed by everything because India is such an overwhelming country and I'd already seen lepers with no arms and legs and God. Uh, a couple of malnutrition babies I was like I was just slightly like losing my mm. mind and I, I, I was like I've made a terrible mistake I should never have come here I'm, I feel like a one of those tourists that go to watch yeah. more kids looking sort of at po- poverty yeah, yeah. Po- some sort of poverty tourist I was just like I was only like 20 or 22 rather and I remember being on this train thinking oh, I've made a terrible error and then and Calcutta was too much for me and we 
the train came out of Calcutta and it was slum after slum after slum and Calcutta just went on for miles and miles and I was like this is like some kind of hell and and I probably if I went back to Calcutta now I'd look at it completely differently yeah. but because I hadn't I was so naive and I hadn't, hadn't lived you're still just coming out of your teens where you think the whole just, world's about you as exactly, well exactly like, and then you just go somewhere like that like whoa and, and you don't you only see one side of something if I, if I went now I'd see I'd see. Mm. I think I'd see a bigger picture of what what was actually there. But anyway, as we came out, we we were suddenly the most beautiful countryside. Like we were like going through paddy fields, and then there would be like these mountains in the background. And I was like, I was overwhelmed by how beautiful it was. We were sticking our heads out, and we were like, wow, look, this is incredible. And then um, at one point, we sat down, and we were just in a second or third class carriage, I think. No, I think it was second because we were living the dream. And um, this bloke came round and. Um, uh, gave us a silver tray and then just started spooning food out onto this tray and it was like a tarly and we were like oh no 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 we haven't paid for this and he was like no it's included in your ticket you you have paid for this and so we got this a most incredible meal so it was like um, I can't remember but it was like um, it was all vegetarian it was sort of dal a potato curry and something else and something else and some writer and, and two chapatis uh, and then wow. you get a chai tea with it and which was just like liquid sugar and honestly was the one of the best meals I've ever had in my life wow and that is, I still remember that and I that was it's 21, 21 years ago oh my god that's 22, amazing Jen. 22 years ago and I remember that meal I love it I can re- really picture it and it's just but also that thing you've got just, all this adrenaline and were you, were you on your own no I was with two two friends one of whom I didn't know very well yeah. and all of us were dealing with what we'd oh god and my friend had been bitten by a rat in Calcutta so she was still she, she was like am I going to get rabies and I was like I think you'd know by now and um, uh, we were we were all dealing and we all and we're all very different people so we all dealt with what we what how we were feeling in a different way but then it was it was adrenaline that adrenaline of like realising that we were going to be in India for like six months and this was we'd only been there like a week and a half right. and we were already like fucking just yeah. totally overwhelmed um, yeah. and uh, just the stuff that and then just this incredible backdrop mm. I, I mean I would love to I would love to go back to India at some point when the kids are older and um, maybe not take them because that actually sounds really stressful uh, but I'd love to do that train journey again and yeah. see if it's as beautiful as I remember it but um, um, it was That's yeah list. so that, I think because I think sometimes when you eat something which is yeah. which is incredible but you also have this experience attached to it it just it, it kind of like magnifies the memory of that food I suppose incredible but also it just sounds like it was so timely If you, it just sounds so symbolic and timely that you're like full of this adrenaline full of this Stress really at this place and this realization that you've taken yourself somewhere probably too far out of your comfort zone, and then to have that visual relief of being out of the chaos and into the calm. And then in those situations, you don't. When I'm traveling like that, and I haven't done it for years, but I did a a bit, a fair bit of it in my twenties, and often on my own. But I, I. I would be. I would say I ate in the least disordered way ever on those travels because I was so into just what I was doing in the moment, whether it be scared or loving it, or whatever. But that you then go, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat, and sometimes you don't even realise, and then you're tasting this incredible food. But also, yeah. when it's surprise food, nothing's ever better than surprised food. No, it's. I mean, like, and to, to to surprise good food. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But that's as close as I've gotten to doing that in that period, that time in my life, and I don't think I even knew I was doing it, but sort of. Practicing mindfulness because yes. you are living 
in the moment yeah because the the furthest you look ahead is where am I sleeping tonight yeah and that's it yeah because you never know where you're going to sleep that night no um and that is as far ahead as you go. But it's so exciting. It's, it's quite exciting to live like that, isn't it? I think. I think. I don't think I'd want to live waste, like it forever. No, I really wouldn't. And I think it was almost wasted on me at that time of my life. I, I mean, like, I just, I'd like. Well, it's not if you look back and have that even that one memory of it. I suppose. I so, think that's yeah. for, it means it must have been formative, and the fact that you want to go back and look at it with the eyes you've got now. Yeah, I think that stuff's amazing. I, I would desperately want to do the travels I've done again now as a grown up. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, there are places I'd love to take the children as well. Yeah. Like, I'd love to take them to Asia, and I'd love to just because I think that's a little bit easier to to navigate. But yeah. also, it's culturally so different, and yeah. it, it's still such a beautiful one. The, I love uh, Southeast Asian food, like mm. Malay and Thai food is probably my favourite. Um, Vietnamese. Oh, I love Vietnamese food as well. I love all of that. All How of old it. do you reckon our kids need to be before we can then have an enjoyable time with them on those I holidays? I think 25, <laughs> 26. <laughs> I don't think we've got long to wait. <laughs> I you were definitely saying 10. <laughs> Honestly, holidays are shit now, and I really resent that. Mmm, yum in my tongue. During the night, a witch gets pissed and does a spell for a laugh that makes every single English person exactly as pure evil as they are in all American TV and films. You know how the English person is always like yeah. a murderous super, super evil. And so a witch does a drunken like late night bit of eBay shopping, whatever, that ends up bringing that fantasy to life. Suddenly the country you currently live in is totally full of actual real life 2D villains doing the worst things in really smug, suave ways. Once you come to terms with how turned on you are by everyone, suddenly <laughs> you, <laughs> I don't wonder if I wrote this so much. Suddenly you next learn that only you can save the nation. Weirdly it does have to be you. The witch has agreed to reverse the spell, but only if you, Jen Go to a Bikram class in a boiling hot room, but instead of doing the lovely stretching yoga, you have to run around and around and around the room for a full hour. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It sounds impossible, it but is. you do it! Oh, you're a hero! And I saved the world? You saved the world from okay. an entire nation and of actual villains. But end up irritating a room full of women in Minecraft. <laughs> they will do. With their yoga. Um, every now and again, one of them will do a fart and stuff like that just to keep you keep you going keep you motivated are they, keep are you they, jogging they're trying to keep me motivated <laughs> yeah they are you've got supporters okay. yeah 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 some of them can be but in a way the the um, the animosity can spur you on as well anyway you've done it you've achieved it oh, you're right. a hero I am you are lorded up and your reward outside of a lifetime of being lorded uh, yeah lorded adulation never forgotten etc is the feast of your dreams so nothing has to be possible attainable certainly don't care whether it's ethical or healthy um <laughs> i want to know what you're eating what you're drinking who with and if there's a where then where um i would love to be in thailand have you ever been yes quite a few times uh, quite a few times what a knobbish thing to say i've been a couple of times um and i would probably be on an island and I don't know which one because they've all gone a bit south now that they're like uh, so touristy. Again, mm. a really knobbish thing to say. But let's imagine that this island is touristy but not crazy touristy. Yeah. So, and we're on a beach. Uh, we are at a, on a restaurant on the beach. Mm. 
and it's really kind of steam i love that steamy heat that you get in, but it's night so it's a little it's a little bit cooler and we're just in our shorts and our t-shirts and just we've walked along the sand we're not even wearing shoes it's chloe Aww. and i and um we sit down and we have a cocktail and the cocktail i would like to have is one that my brother um my mum had always wanted to go to a Michelin-star restaurant, so my brother took my, myself and my mum to a Michelin-star restaurant, and she loves Asian food like me, so we, he took her to... Uh, he took us, rather, to Hakkasan. Is it Hakkasan? Mm. And I had a cocktail there, which I've never... Cannot find or know how... I'm sure it's just exclusive to that ridiculously priced restaurant. Um, but it was a, a rum bait, it was dark rum, and it had cardamom, chilli, um, mm. and something else in there. And it was like... One of the, it's like one of the nicest bloody cocktails I've ever had in my life. I don't, I don't know what, what else was in that. I can't remember. Well, I just remember tasting cardamom and chili, which you would think would be disgusting. No, no, no. Lovely, but was lovely. just divine. I want that cocktail. Oh. Probably won't go with anything that I'm going to be eating later. But oh. that's what I want. It doesn't have to because. Um, and then I want oysters. Okay, of course, of course. I want to, I want oysters, so I want that. I want to have the cocktail, and there's no food. We're just drinking a cocktail in the uh, evening, chatting. Perfect. Chloe's having whatever she has, probably a pina colada. She's not as sophisticated as me, um, <laughs> and genuinely, she loves pina coladas. It's embarrassing. I like them out of a tin from M and S. Honestly. I do. I would never order one out and about. I don't oh. really have cocktails out and about. I think it's normally bollocks. But out of a tin from M&S in the right mood, because there's sugar in that. It's enough to get you off your knockers. Well, I might try one for Chloe, because she loves them, and it has no shame asking for one in public. <laughs> um, I do that thing with a, where the waiter locks eyes with me, and he thinks I'm going to be on his side, and we roll our eyes together, and I go, no, she's having a bloody pina colada. <laughs> That's love. Um, and then we'll have the oysters. <laughs> then we'll have the oysters. Mikey orders a Smirnoff ice. <laughs> no, but Smirnoff ice is a, um, it's a Moscow mule. <laughs> yeah. yeah so Marcus into teenage girls. Yeah, but that's, that's, a, genuine, that's, a, that's a genuine uh, cocktail. I love a Moscow mule. In Basically, <laughs> oh no, it's a, it's a Cuba Libra, isn't it? Yeah. It's a no, I thought that was rum and coke. Oh, you're right. Moscow Mule. Yeah, Moscow yeah. Mule. Whatever. So then we would have the oysters. Chloe loves oysters. Great. Not as much as I do. So... I'm this la- is your... You're the but, hero here. You get to choose all the things. So she has to go with what I'm going with. Yeah. So we have a dozen oysters. Or probably not like not just sort of, we have native oysters mm. native to Thailand that doesn't make sense no, but anyway they they're imported in just for, for us creamy ones sweet ones creamy ones sweet ones plump ones fat ones all of those and then we go straight in to some kind of seafood um, red curry um, but it's not there's not too much sauce on it and there's everything in there so you've got you've got um, prawns in there you've got um, a, a maybe um, uh, some crab in there you've got uh, scallops you've got everything oh, and it's all and you, you don't even need rice because it's just like oh, actual almost like a Thai red bisque really yeah really. Like a, and then oh, you're just getting in oh, there with your hands and some oh, nutcrackers God. and slamming that into your face and seemingly there's enough to fill you up because there never is mm-hmm. but it's fantasy so let's say there is yeah. and then we have pudding oh, Christ what would I have um, I don't like pudding yeah I'd have a pudding you can have cheese if you want 
cheese. Can I have cheese? Yeah. Although in Thailand, that'd be weird. Mm, do you want to change location for the last bit? Do you know what? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I've done enough of these now, Jen, to know how to guide people to their ideal. <laughs> no, because I don't want to leave the beach. Okay. A temperature drop? Little temperature drops. I'll bring what? your little blanket out. Um, I had a Singaporean um, uh, dessert in a market in Singapore years ago, and it was kind of like um, these weird little balls. Uh, tapioca balls mm. this is going to sound disgusting yeah. in coconut milk oh I fuck up no but it wasn't too sweet okay so it wasn't like oh, you know how coconut milk is like uh, it was quite yeah. almost savoury so mm. it's tapioca coconut savoury with chopped mango Ooh. and um, these other red things which I don't know what it was. a fruit <laughs> some red very red some red fruit too red but anyway and I had that and uh, it was delicious I'd mm. have that okay cool. let's just say because I just remember liking that. Singaporean tapioca red thing and mango pudding. Yeah. Great. Delicious. Because <laughs> people are yeah. going, that is the pudding you would choose. <laughs> it sounds fucking it amazing. Sounds disgusting. It doesn't. The whole thing sounds... And lush. then uh, we would wander back to our beach hut and uh, go to sleep. <laughs> Been together for too long for anything else to happen. <laughs> What a fun one that was, please. You have to go and see Jen live at Jen Brister. Follow her on Twitter, follow her everywhere, Instagram, all of those places. It's the best place to keep up to date with what she's doing. Um, There's a website too, but I mean, she just finished a tour there and there is no way um, that this next show isn't going to be something else. She's just so good at comedy check her out absolutely please check her out follow us on all the socials it's at the hoovering pod it has a life of its own that social media entity but it's also where everything gets announced first keep listening follow me if you want at jessica foster q if you want to send me a message or anything find out when live shows are find out when my stand-up gigs are then get on my website jessicafosterq.com that's it for this week. See you next week. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering's produced by the brilliant Emma Corsham and music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.